Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Music and Beyond. I'm Ernie Crazy Eyes from Recall Productions. Today I have Cody from the band Gray March. How's it going, man? Not too bad. How are you doing, bud? I'm doing good. Just haven't been able to sleep, so um, I've been napping here and there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what, man. I have a four-month-old baby boy. He's almost five months, actually. So I know exactly what you're talking about, getting no sleep. <laughs> yeah. I'm right there I with mean, you, bud. I mean, I'm not comparing your your baby to my to my pet and stuff, <laughs> but my dog, like, her favorite, her favorite time to start barking is when I'm ready to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, like, that's, so. that's what they do. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm pretty sure with the – well, with the baby, you got to, you know, like, actually, like, take care of the baby because it's a human life. Yeah, you know, I mean, he's awesome, and it's long nights and little sleep, but he's definitely worth it. And, you know, I mean, we've got a handful of dogs, too, and it's it's not that different. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think you have a pretty good idea of of what's what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> Well, yeah, man, I I don't think I've heard from you since uh, for a while. Like, you know, when you when you hit me up, I was like, holy smokes, is it, is it that guy? But I so I got really excited. Uh, oh yeah, man, I've been uh, I've been interested to talk for you with you for a while. You know, I remember um, our interview outside of House of Blues Dallas uh, on the Hell Yeah tour. Yeah. Back when I was in Sleep Signals, and you know, I just. Uh, uh, been a fan of yours ever since. Oh, thanks, man. And you know, I've I've been supporting Sleep Signals, and you know, right now we're gonna start talking about Gray March. And I've heard the I've heard the music, and I freaking love it because you know you just bring a like you just bring a little bit something extra and different to to that band, to your band, to your new band. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate you saying that. But can you uh can you give me a can you give us a brief history of the formation of Grey March and how the band got started? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um you know, after uh after I uh parted ways with Sleep Signals, I wanted to do something a little bit different, something a little heavier, some music that I've been kind of I've been brewing in my mind for a while and I just started writing music and I tried to get different people involved and it it never really worked out for one reason or the other. So at a certain point I just said, you know what, I'm going to write, record, produce, mix, master, everything I need to do and just release this stuff that I have in my head. And that's, that's it. That's gray March, man. I mean, uh, since I'm not a, vocalist myself uh I, I feel like most people would not be very happy hearing my singing voice <laughs> i uh enlisted uh miles claiborne he he's actually the drummer for the band saul so oh, saul, he did yeah, the vocals yeah, yeah. on all of the recordings yeah he did the vocals and he killed it man he just he, he knew exactly what the song needed and they sound like those vocals that he cut sound awesome so I couldn't be happier about it. And, yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. like if you guys decide to go on like tour or you just go in for support, um, will he be joining you or would you have to find somebody new? 
Oh, I don't imagine he would uh, uh, be joining me because, you know, Saul is actually uh, getting ramped up for their uh, next tour cycle with their new album coming out. And, you know, if, if it ever came down to it, you know, I, I would be happy to find a couple guys here and there to uh, fill out a lineup. But honestly, the whole touring thing, I think that's kind of uh, not something that this Grey March project is is really about. You know, it's more of a studio project, just writing and releasing music as often as I can. That's dope. Hell yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. I'm excited because the music that I heard, um, you know, uh, like I, the the first time that you had reached out, like I listened to the music, and then when, and then when you reached out, when I reached out, uh, like a couple of days ago, um, I went back and I listened to the music, and I was just like, man, I didn't hear that when, when I first, uh, when I first heard this music, and it was just like very refreshing. Oh well, yeah, I'm glad to hear that. I uh, actually have a new song coming out uh, in two days. Yeah, yeah. Can you can you complete... talk to me about that song? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's called "Bite the Bullet," and this is actually a song that I've been working on for uh, several years, in fact. And everybody that I show it to, everybody that I talk to about it, is like it's kind of their favorite song, and and I don't really know what the magic is behind it but you know it's got it's got a very like head bobbing kind of groove to it and the way it's structured it just feels really really natural progression and the uh the the idea behind the song is essentially you know the name of the song is bite the bullet essentially means nut up or shut up right it's yeah do it do it or don't (laughs) like don't even and you know it's just kind of uh music industry is such a such a difficult thing and a lot of people don't even realize how hard it is just to get any traction whatsoever you got to put so much work and effort into it and the guys that succeed are the guys that give it their all yeah definitely so, so yeah that's that's essentially what the song is about and it's like it's absolutely my favorite song to play just you know the way the uh the guitar structure throughout the song is set up. It's just really, really fun to run through anytime I do. So that's amazing, and I'm I'm excited to hear that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I said, it's coming out in a couple of days, uh, March 10th. So I don't know when this is gonna air, but yeah, it's gonna. Uh, I'm probably, probably gonna release it tomorrow, honestly. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, Sweet. people. People listening to this, uh, the sun comes out tomorrow, March 10th. Happy Mario Day. <laughs> right on, right on, yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a perfect time. <laughs> uh, and uh, how would you describe your sound and what gets Great March apart from other melodic bands? Well, you know, I... Uh... I, I feel like anybody that listens could definitely tell there's a heavy influence from not only older metalcore bands like, you know, August Burns Red and As I Lay Dying, but even newer ones like Fit for King and Wage War. I just really love putting that uh, melodic aspect in with the heavy, angry breakdowns and 
you know, just make it a kind of a musical and emotional journey. And oh, hell yeah, man. I, I love that. I think, yeah, I think what, what kind of sets Grey March apart from everybody else is, you know, having that kind of uh, blend in the music that I've been working on for a long time with just me being kind of a nerdy dad <laughs> gamer kind of guy and, you know, not taking myself too seriously. Hey, you're doing what uh, Limp Bizkit preached in in 2021, bringing in the dad vibes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do my best, man. I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, but I, I love that, man, because, uh, like, one, one, one band that I've been listening to for, like, a very, like, ever since, like, their second album almost started getting promoted promoted and they started releasing music from that from that album is a bad flower because their music gets me so emotionally wrecked and i sometimes i just start crying i'm like fuck why am i still listening to this <laughs> oh man yeah you're you're spot on with that i think uh during my tenure in sleep signals we played with bad flower in sturgis south dakota when they were yeah. in the, the motorcycle rally it was uh it was fantastic and those guys put on such an amazing show it was uh it was a cool night man for sure yeah and i'm excited to see what you guys what you bring into the table man because i really did enjoy the the music from you guys and you know i'm always ready for some new music so um for sure. you know, i'm excited for, for sure. you for 2023 oh god 2023 um what are the biggest influences for gray march when it comes to the songwriting um, yeah, like, um, beyond the, you know, the bands I already mentioned, I think I take a lot of more, I like those, I like the really, really heavy, heavy influences. Like, I was working on some music that was, like, really deathcore, like, heavy, kind of, you know, Black Dahlia murder back in the day. Um, but, you know, taking that and then, bringing in just like regular hard rock aspects. Like this is my first kind of metal, I guess you could say, like metal group. Everything prior to this has been more hard rock and you, you might say a little bit more radio friendly. Yeah. But I always lean into that when I can because I just, you know, there's there's something about it that's relatable. Like people yeah, can definitely. kind of feel it in in a different way than just, you know, anger all the time that kind of metal, you know, and I just yeah. want to bring that all together. That's amazing, man. Uh, oh, like, I really hope everybody listening to this podcast goes, goes and checks out Grey March. Cause like every song that um, they have, you know, it's, it's, they're so good. Like they're different. And, you know, um, I just, I just love listening to your music. And uh, since thank Spotify, thank you. Since Spotify has that new uh, DJ beta mix thing, um, sometimes I'm just like listening to the music, and when you guys come on, I'm like, "Who's that?" And then I'm like, "I see it's Gray March." I'm like, "Oh, okay, cool. I do know this one." <laughs> cool, man. Well, yeah, appreciate the appreciate the kind words. Definitely put a, a lot of work into making the music the most it could be. You know, something that I'm happy with, that I think is relatable, that people can hear and feel at the same time yeah i'm i'm excited man and uh i know we talked about touring a little while ago but uh 
like if touring does come fruition, uh, who would you like to tour with? Oh man, I remember you asked this question about yeah, yeah. Dallas when we were talking. Yeah, and that was an amazing I, show, by the way. <laughs> thanks, thanks. Yeah, it was it was fun. That was a that was a very interesting night. That's uh, the night that I really started talking to um, the beautiful lady that would later become my wife. Oh really? Holy smokes! <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, amazing, so, dude. Hell yeah! So yeah, in terms of touring, like. That night, I remember specifically, I said Seven Dust, because Seven Dust is such an amazing live band. They have such great music, and they are, like, the absolute nicest guys. And that is, like, their reputation, like, throughout the world is just being nice guys who play awesome music. Yeah. And I couldn't think of anybody better to go on tour with. And, yeah, you know, I kind of felt uh, very similarly about a Treyu when we were out on tour with them, just like some of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. I've never it's seen awesome that you, but it's a dream. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Oh, man. You just kind of opened up, uh, you just kind of opened up some, some, uh, some memories right now that you were talking about the Hell Yeah tour because I met Chad Gray. I was like, holy fuck like i can't believe it's you and then i feel oh, yeah chad chad is a he was a really really kind of laid back kind of guy and we uh got the opportunity to hang out with him several different times backstage and, and it, it was always great dude that's amazing and i feel bad because uh i think uh his wife was there uh at the dallas tour i mean at the dallas show and I think she was like trying to spark up a conversation with me because I mean she's one of the best DJs on Sirius XM. Um, yeah, yeah, she's but, she's awesome. She does she does really like really good work there on on Octane. It's so yeah, it was cool. She was uh, she came out to uh, several of the shows. Yeah, I, I totally blew her off though because I wasn't thinking about <laughs> her at the moment. I was, you know, I want to talk to Chad Gray. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> You know, but, I would like to I would like to think that uh it's unfortunate, but she's probably a little bit used to that because they you know, they own they both have kind of their own lanes even though they're both like music related. Yeah. And, I mean now now I kinda wish I would have sparked up a conversation with her because um, you know, I'm sure she interviews a lot of musicians and all that stuff and I could have probably asked her for a couple of pointers, but my dumbass was just, you know, like I want to talk to Chad Gray, and that's it. Like, <laughs> no girls allowed. <laughs> uh, well, I don't think anybody could blame me for that. I mean, Chad Gray is the man. So. Yeah, I really hope we can uh, hear hear some new music from them too. Um, but uh, <laughs> man, it, it's going it's going back and forth from everything. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let's see. Um, what has been the biggest challenge for Grey March as a band and, you know, like, have you guys, have you overcome, have you overcome it? I would say, I would say yes. I, like I mentioned, uh, had a very, very hard time kind of finding different people that were interested in pursuing the music that I had kind of 
in my head and it, you know i i talked with quite a few different very very talented musicians and we we tried to make it work but it was just kind of wanting different things and they went out and did something a little bit different that's awesome you know i kind of stuck with the gray marsh thing and yeah like i said just decided at a certain point that i was just going to do it myself and put it out there you know i i had that very strong firm belief in the music that i just wanted to get it out get it released you know get it in the hands of anybody that might find it interesting or helpful or entertaining you know anything like that that's that's awesome and uh can you talk to me about the themes and messages and your lyrics and what inspired them? Absolutely. Um, I think a lot of the lyrics that I come up with are kind of rooted in certain things that I see in everyday life that kind of upset me. You know, the way people treat each other and different ways the world could be improved, like eye for an eye is about... Yeah. It's about um, kind of the idea that everybody else is wrong and you're the only person who has a valid opinion and these like super huge fights I see people get into based on a difference of opinion when holistically nobody is wrong. It's just a difference of opinion and people get so spiteful and they spew out such like hateful things and I'm, I I see that and I, I can't really I can't really just let it go but at the same time I'm not going to throw more fuel on the fire by you know commenting on a post like hey you're just being you're just being rude so I, I put that into the music that's awesome and, then, and I love I, I love that you did that because like one of the one of my favorite songs from that I've been listening to is a uh, social disease. Like, oh yeah, yeah. That's that's one of my favorites as of right now. And uh, the second one is probably the prison we we make it. Yeah, yeah. Those are uh, those are both really really meaningful songs to me. Like social disease. I would say that one's about somebody who is you know vain and narcissistic and they just kind of put that out into the world and it just doesn't it doesn't make the world turn it doesn't help anybody you know and it does it like arguably it doesn't even help the person that's being vain and and it uh, yeah it's it's just like it it literally is like a social disease like these people all saying look at me look at me i'm so great and you know, you see it on social media all over the place. And people are just trying to get some sort of satisfaction through likes. And it, it just, it doesn't seem very fulfilling yeah. to me to just, to do that. I, I don't think it's it's any way to go through life. And then uh, the prison we make it is actually... Um, you know, there's there's multiple facets to that song, and it kind of evolved a lot as I was writing it. You know, the original idea is the prison we make it being 
you know, the limitations that we have in our lives sometimes are the limitations that we put on ourselves. You know, you just, you think to yourself, well, I can't do this. I can't, you know, write music and put it out and have anybody care about it because I'm not cool or something like that. And that's something you put on yourself. Yeah, yeah. I I, mean, I do that a lot with myself too with my podcast. Like, I see people get like thousands of freaking like inter like uh thousands of thousands of plays, and I'm just like, man, I wish I knew a thousand people that would play my stuff. But at the same time, you know, like I just kind of promote it and you know just kind of hope for the best. And I show like certain people like, hey, check this out. Like we talk about this, and you know, um. Like, I don't know if they put in, like, paid promotion or anything like that, but I don't because I just wanted to, I just wanted to go, I just wanted to be as natural as possible, like, you know, and that's yeah. why I have the, that's why my conversations are like this, or my interviews, I call them conversations because I want, I want the listener to, to feel like they're in a room with both of us and, you know, conversating about music so that they can, you know, align with what we're talking about and so. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what I appreciate about you. I've been uh, listening to some of your uh, other podcasts for, you know, quite a while and kind of catching up in the past a couple weeks or so, but you you don't let it hold you back, man, you, and that's what I appreciate about you. you. You just keep on going forward, and you believe in it, and, you know, you don't make it a prison for yourself. But no. Oh, and, and uh Furthermore, in the song, The Prison We Make It, there's this uh, bridge section. Uh-huh. And I, I'm kind of uh, doing kind of tapping, like uh, ascending chord progression. And I was listening to it and thinking about all of these lyrics about not like holding yourself back. And I was just struck by an, uh, a, a few years ago, a cousin of mine, he was... Uh, such a fantastic like person such a such a nice nice kid and he was an amazing musician like watching videos of him playing guitar and singing it was just like it was very very special but when i heard that he decided he wanted to end his own life i was just gutted it was so terrible i mean he 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 brought so much light into the world and you know fast forward a couple of years i'm working on this song and this chord structure kind of hits me and i get that feeling and so the the bridge section of the song deals with that deals with you know that loss of a loved one especially yeah. to suicide it, it it was so so terrible and, you know, there were, I, I don't know what was going on that made him feel like that's what he needed to do, but it, I, it's just like, it sucks, man. It really sucks that that he put himself in that prison. Yeah, yeah. He gave, he gave himself a life sentence. Or, yeah. you know, he gave himself a, a death sentence. And it's just, it's heart-wrenching. And so I put that in there and it really just fits so well with everything. I kind of got that, that out of me, that, that like screaming feeling 
I was able to express it in that part of the song. And so that one is very, very special to me for that reason. Yeah, damn. <laughs> you have me crying over here. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's tough, man. And I know uh, there's so many different people out there who are dealing with things that are, yeah. you know, it seems like you can't overcome it. Like uh, and, when, like early last year, I discovered this app called Quilt. Uh, and, you know, like me and my friends, like I didn't know these people, but I was sad because I lost my best friend in 2021. And, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, man, it, it was tough. But uh, when I downloaded the app, I, you know, I started talking to people and I started, you know, being a jokester and a dumbass and saying the most stupidest things that I can say, even though they were cringy and stuff. And I would share my music and my podcast too. But what they did for me is they they uh, gave me more life to my life sentence or whatever, to my death sentence. Because, like, if I wouldn't have found them, I probably would have, you know, been on suicide watch or whatever. But, uh, like, the people that I hang out with now here on, like, on Clubhouse, it, we moved over to Clubhouse because Quilt doesn't exist anymore. But we take care of each other. Like, we just, you know, like, hey, how are you? How are you doing? Like, how are you really feeling? Like, tell us. And if you need to cry, cry. Because we're always just making sure that we're okay because, Mental mental health is just a serious deal now, and nobody's doing anything about it. And I'm, like, one of the biggest supporters on that because, you know, I struggle with a lot of mental health problems, too. And, you know, I just want people to know that it, the disease is real. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm, you know, I am glad that you, that you found that community that you could – go to and share your feelings with because you know a lot of people a lot of people don't have that and they don't know where to look and it's really inspiring that you see a lot more and more awareness brought to it every single day but you know it's it's an epidemic in and of itself and it's it's so great that you found that community and that's kind of what I'm trying to do with that song and the music is just trying to find a, a community of people who kind of feel the same way, you know? And that's what, that's, what's great about music. It brings, it brings people together. Yeah. I love it because, you know, that's how we can make so many new friends too, because it's kind of like you see somebody with the, with the three days grace t-shirt or, you know, hell yeah. Or POD. And you just kind of like, Hey, I love this band and you know like you know the music is like this is my favorite song or this is my favorite album and you know you just create you just create a friendship and stuff and why is my dog going crazy (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm surprised my dogs aren't going crazy it's a little past uh our normal bedtime here and i'm still up (laughs) (laughs) And they're probably waiting for you so that they can, like, knock out. <laughs> yeah, um, probably. But, yeah, dude, like, the community is freaking great. And, you know, I don't know. I just love the music community because it it's it's incredible. And, you know, like, I can't wait to tell my friends about Great March because I'm sure they're going to love you guys. 
Yeah, thank, thanks, man. Thanks, man. And I'm, I'm, you know, telling everybody that I talk to about your podcast and how you're talking to various different uh, bands that I've known for a while, actually. I mean, you know, you had a conversation with Rob not too long ago, and then oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, and a couple months ago, uh, you you talked to a band called Dark Below, and I remember like six years ago, a previous band that I was in was on tour with Alien Ant Farm, and we stopped through, um, let's see, Missouri, and played a show with them, and they were just like so cool, so I've been following them ever since, so I was like, you know, seeing that they were on your podcast is really cool. <laughs> yeah, and and it's funny that you mentioned them, because, uh, like, I'm not sure which song it is, but... Um, it's something that you had mentioned earlier, and it kind of reminded me of, you know, like, hate being human, you know? Yeah. Like, it gave me the same vibe. I'm like, holy crap, like, he's yeah, kind of talking time. about hate being human, but he's not talking about hate being human. But, yeah. yeah that... I, I, I reached out and sent them a message not too long ago just to say, hey, I remember playing with you guys, and you guys were awesome, and, you know, I noticed that your new song, Hate Being Human, has been on radio and stuff like that and it was just like that's awesome man that's amazing man i love i love seeing the other bands supporting other bands that's what you got to do man you gotta the they say that uh high tide raises all ships so you know we got to work together in the music community to raise the tide and you know that'll that'll bring everybody up yeah and uh, what's one thing you hope your fans take away from listening to your music? Yeah, I really hope that anybody who, you know, takes the time to listen to any of the songs, that they kind of take from it the the message that I'm trying to put out there, and it just kind of inspires them in some way or another where it's, whether it's, you know, hey, this is a cool song and it makes me want to play guitar or play drums or something like that. Or if it's somebody like really connects with the lyrics and they think, you know, I just want to go out into the world and be a good person. Yeah. I just I just want to treat everybody else the way I would want to be treated. Oh, yeah. I love that. And... uh what is the most mem? Wait, no. Oh, uh, what can what can what can fans expect from Grey March in the future? Um, and can we possibly maybe see like you know something done over the over the interwebs and just you know like see you maybe perform a couple of songs on like Facebook Live or or in another in another platform. Oh yeah, definitely. I've been I've been meaning to do that. I just I, I, the the plan for this project is essentially just to write and record music consistently. I've been sticking to putting out a song every month or so, and I want to I want to stick with that and just be you know very consistent in releases. You know, I think if somebody tries to write a song and release it every single week. It it kind of gets rushed too much and, and yeah. it doesn't really hit the full impact. 
and you know if you if you wait three months six months whatever it just kind of loses a little bit of that impact people kind of forget about the previous song and the next song so that's the that's the idea right now is just to be consistent with releasing music and i definitely intend to do a little bit more uh, facebook live stuff and you know whether it's talking about a song that i am putting out or doing a playthrough a performance yeah absolutely it's just <laughs> at this point with the with a, a baby in the house he's yeah. the priority my family's yeah, I don't know if I said it, but congratulations, man! I'm so happy for you. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, he's he's an awesome little guy, and I also have uh, two stepdaughters, and they mean the world to me as well. So you know, we got a full family structure going on here, and yep. a couple of guitars hung up on the walls, and playing some angry music. But oh yeah, keep keep living that dream. <laughs> Absolutely, it is a dream for sure. And before I let you go, uh, I'm sure you answered this question back in 2019. Um, but if you were stuck in an elevator with any musician, dead or alive, who would it be, and what would you talk about? You know, I don't remember this question from our original interview at the at Dallas House of Blues, but. Like I said, I've been listening for a while, and I know you always close with that question. And so I just want to say that if I was to be in an elevator with a musician, dead or alive, I'd probably choose one that's living because a corpse in the elevator is kind of awkward. <laughs> uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yep, dad jokes. Dad jokes. Yeah, that was, that was, I've been that working, was on, working on my dad jokes. Um, be, before, but... before, before, uh, before we actually hang up, hang up, like, and we're not recording, <laughs> like, I'm going to tell you one of the worst jokes I've ever said, but... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm excited to hear it. I, I am a fan of... Uh, well, I hope you mean it's a terrible dad joke. No, it's a dark I'm a, joke. <laughs> I'm a fan of all. I'm a. Uh, oh, okay. Well, I'm a fan of all sorts of jokes. You know, comedy is something that I definitely try and <laughs> keep myself up to date with because, man, I don't know if I should say this, but I used to get in trouble a lot for making funny faces and serious promo pictures. Oh, really? Yeah, I do that all the time. That was just the vibe I gave off. I was just the goofball and. <laughs> They had to kind of rein me in, like, no, you got to look angry. This is a this is a hard rock band. you got to look angry. Yeah, I know All people right. are always asking me to smile. I'm like, for what? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I'd like to – serious answer to your question because I, I, think it's, uh, I think it's an awesome question. I love how it kind of puts everybody on their toes <laughs> whenever, they, whenever they hear it. Um, I think for me, the – musician that I would really love to be stuck in an elevator with would be Matt Hafey from Trivium. Oh, nice. Because not only is he like a fantastic guitar player, vocalist, he's come like great strides with his singing voice as well. And that's been really inspiring for me to kind of see that evolution. But, you know, I know he's I would I would want to talk to him about uh like video games and stuff. I think that would be really cool. 
Nice. What do you What do you play? What do What do I play instrumentally? Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, sorry, sorry. Video games. <laughs> video games. All right. So I was expecting you to actually ask the question about the origin of the band name. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A, I was it's based on a video game. Oh, okay. Yeah, please talk to talk talk to us about that, please. Yeah, yeah. The Grey March is actually uh, something that I pulled from the Elder Scrolls Oblivion. I'm not sure if you're familiar. I'm, I'm, a, I don't play the Elder Scrolls, but I know a lot of people that do. Yeah, like everybody plays Skyrim, and yeah. they should because it's awesome. But Oblivion is the the game that came out before that, and you know I'm I'm always like it has a special place in my heart, even though the graphics aren't so good, and and it's just it's a little bit more dated than Skyrim. There's just a there's a part of this video game that you're in the realm of the god of madness. His name is Sheagoras. And uh-huh. he enlists your aid to prevent like his realm from being taken over by the forces of order. So, you know, you you go into this this uh this realm and it's like so colorful and just crazy there's like mushroom trees and it's just a really kind of like beautiful landscape and then these guys come in and they turn everything gray that's why they're called the gray march and i always found it kind of weird kind of poignant i guess you could say that the the fact that these guys represent logic and reason and how that kind of makes everything a little bleak. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's helpful to have a little bit of a little touch of of madness, you know? Yeah. And that makes everything a little bit more colorful. Yeah, I'm probably going to check out the Grey March character or like what you're talking about on like maybe a video, maybe somebody explains it and stuff. Like not too like more so that I can see it, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a, uh, it's really, it's really interesting. And I apologize if I'm kind of nerding out a little bit. No, you're good, man. I mean, I'm a nerd too. Video game. I've, I've been, uh, I've been playing the hell out of freaking Super Mario Odyssey, and I freaking <laughs> love it. I'm addicted. Oh man, yeah, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. You have to do it. Yeah, um, yeah. If uh, like my PS4 messed up, if not, I would be playing it right now too. But thank God for mm-hmm. my Nintendo Switch. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, and uh, where yeah, can we? What's up? Oh, I was just I was just gonna say that's pretty much the the nerdy origin of the band's name. And that's cool. That's cool. Uh, I didn't. <laughs> I I was gonna I was gonna ask you that when I kind of like hesitated on a question, and I totally forgot. And I saw the next question. I'm like, oh, all right, cool. I'll just you know ask him this one. But yeah, I totally. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you I'm glad you brought that up because. Like I really wanted to know too. <laughs> cool. um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So where can we find you guys, social media wise? Um, well, anywhere that uh use social media, you can find us at Grey March Band. We're on Spotify, we're on Apple Music. I know you've preferred Apple Music for a while, I think. So, you know, we gotta gotta make sure that it's available everywhere. 
and uh, YouTube. And like I said, got a new song coming out in a couple days, uh, Bite the Bullet, and that will be available on all of those platforms. Very excited about it. So Coming out tomorrow, guys. Yeah. So check it out. Um, yeah, for sure. It's going to come out on Super Mario Day. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I want to thank you so much, man, and I'm glad you reached out because I was always like, I would always see your name, and I'm like, was that the dude from Sleep Signals? And then I was like, no, I'm not going to ask him. Like, that sounds stupid. Like, what if he plays for a band and that band doesn't like that band? I'm just like, crap. Like, I don't want to start any trouble. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, I, I appreciate you having me. It's It's been great. And like I said, I've been wanting to talk to you for a while because, you know, I, I, I really remember that interview that uh, we had at the Dallas House of Blues, and I've just been following you ever since, and I think you're yeah. awesome. Yeah, uh, thank you so much. And honestly, I just wanted to make, like, a big memory uh, at the Hell Yeah concert. And, you know, like, you guys are one of my favorite memories because you guys not only killed it, but, you know, I enjoyed hanging out after the show and doing the interview and or before the show. Wait, was it yeah, after? it was before the show. It was well, before the show, see, right? Oh, man, that was a crazy night. Um, yeah. yeah, we did the interview before the show just outside, and we were actually, you probably weren't aware, but we were probably like 20 feet away from the uh, the buses, and um, Chad Kroger actually came to hang out with Hell Yeah that night. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, so you know, we got to chat with him for a second, and that was really cool, but what's even cooler than that, to me, personally is that was, like I said, the night that I really started talking to the woman who would become yeah. my wife. It was just like all of this stuff happening at the same time. And it's a funny story because we actually met uh, several months prior when the band was on tour with All That Remains. We were playing a Dallas show and she had had a little bit too much to drink. Yeah. And she had purchased a poster from a merch table. And she came up to me after the show with this poster and what she intended to say was, can I have your autograph? <laughs> but all of the tequila in her system made her say, can I have you? Oh, no. I, I step, Yeah, she said, can I have you? I stepped back and I looked her up and down. I said, yeah, all right, absolutely. <laughs> and we didn't, that was great. That was great, you know, but we didn't talk like on social media or anything uh, after that. And then she saw that the band was coming back through with Hell Yeah. And she sent me a message like uh, uh, several days in advance saying, hey, I don't know if you would appreciate it or not, but uh, I'm going to be at the show and you know, if I come up and say, can I have you again, would you be cool with that? And I said, yeah, do it. Oh, wow. Yep, yep, she she did. And uh, we we haven't gone a single day without talking ever since. So it was a, it was a really cool night. When, when you proposed to her, did you ask her, can I have you forever? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> it was, yeah, you're, you're spot on with that. 
Oh, I love that. Man, somebody needs to start writing my love fairy tale because I'm only getting older. <laughs> You'll get there, man. You are a catch. You are a catch. You just got to uh, find the right girl. They're probably yeah. at a show. And she might be a little that... drunk. Oh, it's her, yeah. I don't drink at shows, so I definitely it's definitely not going to be me. Oh, well, you know what? That's smart. But as long as... She's drinking at the show. She'll ask for your autograph, and then you can yeah. go from there, right? If, if yeah. I'm if I'm if I'm there for an interview, then I'm not drinking. And I if I'm not there for an that. interview, and if I'm not there for an interview, then I'm still not going to drink because I want to enjoy the show, and you know I don't want to like feel sick or anything. So I can respect yeah. that for sure. Yeah, that's, but, that's taking it serious. 100%. Yeah, man. Like, I got to I got to do something serious in my life. I mean, it just can't be me being a dumbass my whole life. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, if it's who you are, then be who you are. Yeah. But again, I want to thank you so much, man. Um everybody should check out uh Great March on all streaming platforms and don't forget that Fight the Bullet comes out on Super Mario Day, March 10th. And their music is amazing. So look them up on Spotify and all streaming platforms. And remember that without music, life would be a mistake.